Looking for work? Better pay? Better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. Appreciate you guys, and I mean this. This has not been uh, the the most fun time in the world uh, for fans uh, around here, and yet the phone lines have been full from the moment we have opened them. And so, one, I appreciate you guys listening to us and want to interact with us. And two, I appreciate that Louisville fans, I always, like my hair stands up, what's left of it, when I hear people say, you know, the, the apathy is setting in, that sort of thing, I don't sense that at all. I think for I, some I people, but I don't know, like most of the people I'm talking to, that they're like, well, I don't even pay attention. I don't know how many games they go to. You know what I mean? The people that I that I know are hardcore fans that go to a lot of games or at least watch every game and are engaged, haven't disengaged yet, but there are people on the fringe that have. I, I will say that. Um I don't know. This is this isn't a fun conversation for any of us to have, and I know everybody's passionate on both sides of this. I hate that there's just two sides to this, for quite frankly, because it feels like it got real tribal real quick. You know where, and there's reasons for people to be personally invested in Kenny Payne. I get it, and he and a lot of people around town know him, and he's one of ours. You know, he's a Louisville man. He he has he's a national title winner. He's a Louisville great. I understand it, and there's a lot of personal emotions attached to this. Not to mention he's a significant hire because he's the first African-American man ever to be the head coach at Louisville. And too many – like in, this is the reality of it because I've had some conversations with some friends of mine, and the reality of the situation is that there's kind of – there's too many black head coaches that don't get a second shot or have too short of a leash. You know, and, and, and have higher standards. Especially we see it in the NFL all the time. So people get really sensitive about it for good reason. But there's also the other side of this where if it's two and twenty nine, man, it has absolutely nothing to do like it can't deal with race. Like it just doesn't. If you were white, if you're Latino, if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're two and twenty nine, there's going to be conversations about your job security. So it's it's a it's He's a, he's, a, he's a personally significant coach and hire for multiple reasons. And it's it's going to be messy regardless at the end of the season. It just is. 
8150939. That's uh, the number if you want to get in here. Paul has been waiting a long time, so let's get Paul uh, in here next. And if you want to follow Paul, again, you can. 8150939. Okay. Paul, what in? What's on your mind, bud? I'm all right. Can y'all hear me well enough? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, so uh, I did agree with them hiring Kenny Payne. I don't think there's very many people who didn't. However, to your point, when you're at two and possibly staring at two and 29, you know, it's a problem. And obviously it's a problem. But my biggest, my biggest, I guess, thing on my mind is even, I feel like even if you got a top 10 team next year, a top 10 recruits, let's say it's number three in the nation in recruits or, or whatever, the, the best team, the best recruits we ever got. Deep down inside, I don't feel like we'll win more than 12 games. Maybe 15, okay? No more than 20. I, I really feel like that because I think something's lacking. And I understand that when you coach in the NBA, there's a lot of player responsibility. You've got the best of the best. But when you're in college basketball, the coaches, you've all said that, and I'm going to try to be quick so you can get to other college. But everybody knows the coach is king. The coach is king, and everything is a reflection of the coach. And if you got players who are out of shape, if you got players who don't care, if you got players who, who are irresponsible, who does that responsibility fall on? It falls on him, and he's got to do something this summer, you know, because I don't, you don't fire somebody after year one. Who are you going to get to, to follow that? Um, give him a shot. Give him a chance to, 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 you know, do it with his players, quote unquote. But again, I don't have any. I, I don't have any faith that it's going to be any better because I'm not seeing some of the core things y'all already talked about. That that you know is going to make us think, okay, he can do this job. And unless he goes this summer and has a massive revamp of his own personal philosophy or whatever it is that he needs to do, unless there's a massive revamp, we're going to get the same thing as next year, even if we have the better players. That's not a national championship. That's not a Final Four. That's the reality. He's black. I'm black. But this isn't what it's about. I agree hmm. with you. You go 2-31 and 31 or 2-29, and 29, color's out the window. You know, maybe maybe it's, it, it becomes a racial thing if he wins 20 games and everybody expects him to win 25. I don't know, but we're not even there. So I'm not ready. I'm not even having that discussion about is this a, is this a racial thing. So, again, I'm trying to be brief. I know you've got a lot of people on the line. Uh, you're fine. But my take on it is, is he going to win 20 games with the best players in the nation next year? I'm not seeing it. Appreciate, uh, yeah, thank you, Paul. Thank you for the call, and thank you for waiting as long as you did, buddy. Uh, and, if again, if you want to follow after Paul, uh, 8150-939. What Paul just said, Dave, in my mind, is the biggest reason why you can't do what some of the callers have said today, Philly Carl, you know, or what have you. You can't just wash all of this season off of Kenny. Like the whole point of the first year, if it's going to be messy, is that we're supposed to look at what happens and and do the mental work of separating the outcomes from what he's trying to do because we all know he's doing it largely with the team that he didn't pick. But when you say he's not he can't uh, he doesn't have the guys to run his system so and he's not on the hook for for any of this you're you're saying like he's not responsible for coaching the guys that he has and uh, it, no matter what you think about how we ended up with the roster that we did this is not a well-coached version of a bad roster. Right. And that's what Kenny's supposed to be doing this year, is showing us, I will, quite literally, spend my coaching 
energy for nothing. I will pour it out on a group that can't accomplish what all of us want us to accomplish. But I'm going to do it because that's what coaches do. And you'll get the best, worst team you've ever seen. That's what we were all supposed to get this year. We were supposed to get the best, worst Louisville team in a long time. And instead, we're getting the worst Louisville team in a long time. Like the worst, worst Louisville team. Yeah. And I'm telling you, for the people who think that like an unfair standard, like it doesn't matter what he would do, you guys go, that's not true. Louisville fans love, love the opportunity to reward like the interim kind of struggle the the way the degree to which people rallied to the david page the full david pageant year including those nit games that's louisville fans and that but that was consistent effort and kind of a weird team and, and everyone was sort of like man this really stinks but it the effort was there from everyone and it was just sort of a weird year. But every like the, the people were there to sort of hold that up. And that's Louisville fans. Like the Louisville fans are not unfair in my mind. They're not. No, I don't think so. I mean that that's I think the vast majority there are people that didn't want them. But there are a vast majority of people who wanted want this to work, still want it to work. Most are convinced it won't work. But there's not very many people who are openly rooting against him. But the reason, to, to go back to what, the, what Paul, the caller there, uh, just said, the reason that if you are a coach, this first year matters is because he just, Paul just called in and said, I you know, supported Kenny, but now I'm afraid, like, even if we gave him five five-star guys, what would it look like? This is why it, this year matters. This is why you can't just just wash away all of this year's results in, well, these aren't his guys anyway. Well, he's, he's supposed to do his half this year. Yeah. I'm going to coach him up, and you know what it's supposed to look like, and then it'll be clear these guys can't get it done. But when I get my dudes in here, you can, you'll be able to visualize what it looks like. And if you want a really good example of that, there isn't a better one in the world than Charlie's first team. That team had Justin Burke and Adam Froman, and for a little bit, Will Thine. <laughs> and they needed all three of them at different times. But those guys are not Teddy. But you watch them play, and you're like, man, if they had it, when they have what they need everywhere. And then Greg Scruggs, who's, by the way, going to be a head coach one day, I think. It's yeah. But when Greg Scruggs becomes like an NFL first-round draft pick like Marcus Smith, all of a sudden, hey, this team gets better. But you could see it. You could see it from day one. This team has severe limitations at quarterback and wide receiver and on the defensive line and a little bit in the secondary. But they played their asses off. And sometimes it was actually enough to win. Sometimes it wasn't. But we could all tell if you if you take what they're doing and replace who's doing it with a lot better dudes, this is going to be on to something. And you can't do that right now. And that's where Kenny's missing an opportunity to bank a lot of goodwill with we know this team was really, really, really thin, uh, lacking in places. Everyone was ready for that. But we, we don't ever leave these games feeling like, man, if they, they're just, I mean, what else can you do? No one leaves these games feeling like that. That's, Nobody. That, that's been my point this entire conversation from 
the minute this season went bad. So I guess game one, uh, first exhibition. Like, my whole point is, we don't have like. Look, I'm not saying that he can't change this going forward, but in this year, even if I, I, I grant you, like I'll do the Bob Valvano. I grant you all of your arguments. This is a. This is a poor. This is a, the worst talented team ever. Like the, the least talented team we've ever had. They simply won't listen to any coaching whatsoever. None of it's like I grant you all of that. And this is still a terrible version of that team. Like there are no indications right now that he would be a great coach if he had great talent. Of but a much more will, talented. That's team. what I'm saying. Like there's just no. Yeah. I'm not saying it won't be that way. But anything like anybody insisting that that's the case is going on faith right now. On faith. And that's fine, but that's not like don't expect everybody to believe that. There's just, there is no visual evidence that he's a good coach right now. I hope he is. But there are, there is no physical evidence right now. Let's get back uh, to the phones. Phone lines uh, have remained full here uh, throughout. And Let's three get... years isn't going to happen. Just going to let you all know. Like that's the that that was the the from earlier. Not to cut you off, Mark, but like expecting everybody to just get three years. Period. It's not modern college basketball anymore. No. If if Kentucky can wash out Billy Gillespie in two years for being quasi nit ish. Louisville can can do the same thing here, and I like no one should ever think, no matter how broad you are, that that there could be two abjectly bad years, and that you're just and that he'll get a third. That's not happening. I'm pretty broad. I'm, I'm positive that's not going to happen. Yeah. All right, let's get Damon in here. Damon, thanks for waiting, buddy. Welcome into the drive. What's up? Hey, okay, folks. Couple of things here. Number one, uh, I called in several times, uh, introducing myself as a Kenny Payne apologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was because I, I told you guys why I, I thought we should stick with Kenny Payne. I, I, I told you why I thought we needed to give him at least another season. Uh, I blamed him for the roster. I also even said that there were some things coaching-wise that, you know, maybe he's used to dealing with a, a player that's at a different uh, skill level than what we have here at Louisville, and that might be an issue with his coaching. I, I granted all of those things, and this is the reason why it's going to be messy if they fire King Payne after one year or after two years. It's because even though I did all that calling into this program, the drive, the last time I called in was right before the Western Kentucky game, and we had a conversation about Jerry Eves in which I agreed with y'all that Jerry Eves was unfairly coming at Paul Rogers. Yeah. And you and Biscuit's response on that call was, I think this caller only supports Kenny Bain because he's black. Now, well, I, I'm is, sure I didn't say that. I, buddy, I know I that's didn't say what, that, that's man. That's what Mike Mark Ennis, you said that at the end of my call. I fear that this guy only supports Kenny Payne because he's black. Go back and listen to it. It was right before the Western Kentucky game. You said that on this program. And that's mm. what I was afraid of. If we hire Kenny Payne, at some point there will be unsuccessful season, and then somebody will say that people are just supporting him because oh, he's black. Oh, okay. Now, I, hold on, Damon. I may have said that some people will say that. I just want you to know I don't think that. <laughs> I, I, I still don't think that. But there are people who say that, and you're right about that. 
right about that. But no, but, but but what I'm saying is when I gave y'all every reason why I wanted to support Kenny Payne, the response I got was still, we think this caller only supports Kenny Payne because he's black. I don't. I, there's just no, we just didn't say that, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I have a really hard time believing I said anything close to that, Damon. Your, your, I promise your show, you. Your show is on SoundCloud. Go back right. and listen to it. You definitely said that. You definitely, as a matter of fact, I called back after it and your engineer apologized for it. No, there's no so chance. You definitely no said chance. it. Damn, man, come on. Yeah, yeah, yes, he did. That's not a lie. That's the truth. Go back and listen to the show before the Western Kentucky game, and and, and it was the it was the last hour of the show that I called in, and I said, "Can Kenny Payne apologize again?" Now the crazy thing is, the week before that, when I told you why I supported Kenny Payne, both of y'all said that was a good call, but then that day, just because Jerry Ease was brought up. You guys said, oh, well, we think this call only supports King Kane because he's black. Just, I've just right. never – Damon, Damon, time out, man. I've literally never said that. I just, It's just not true. I don't know if you've misinterpreted what I've said, but I can promise you I remember, I remember your phone call. I remember it. There's just no way after you – time out, buddy. Time out. There's just, I'm going to defend myself real quick, then you can talk again. There's absolutely no way that I said those words. I, I didn't say that you did. Mark Ennis said it. But I definitely I didn't either. The <laughs> There's not a chance. Damon, I'll Venmo you $50 if you can if you can produce the clip of me saying it. Every single show never, is podcasted. I will Venmo you means, $50 if you produce that. No, you produce the clip of me saying it. it. I don't have to go uh, uh, get myself uh, acquitted of this. You're making the charge. <laughs> Find it. There's not Man. a chance in the world I would have said you only like Kenny Payne because you're black. That's the you dumbest I promise, I promise thing there, I promise there would have been a lot you, more backlash if Martin, we had said that. You said, I fear this caller only supports Kenny Payne because he's black. You I don't fear that. anyone supporting him because he's black. I don't fear <laughs> that at all. Okay, okay, Mark. It is, you know what? I am going to send you the clip, man. I am. Because I'll send you $50 if you do. When I send you the clip, and when I send you the clip, you'll understand why I didn't support Kenny Payne getting this job. I never asked for Kenny Payne to be the coach of Louisville. Matter of fact, I asked for a coaching search that included Becky Hammond, a white female. <laughs> because I knew that if something bad happened, people would start saying people are only supporting him because he's black. But I'm going to get back at you on this. I'll call the station right. in the morning when I get the clip and everything, and we'll see what's going on from there. <laughs> Sounds good, Damon. All right. I appreciate the call. I, uh, well, I don't appreciate that call, damn it. That's just habit. I didn't say that, and, uh, and I'm going to – there's not a chance he's going to produce a clip that says that he says that. But – I just – I. I promise you, Damon, that you had to have heard to it wrong. Quote, uh, to quote because what, there's Rafael just, Pomero, you're misremembering. <laughs> like, I just, can you imagine there's the no backlash chance. that would have happened if we actually like, said that? God, I would have crushed myself for saying that. Yes. Like that. I'm ever. sorry, I man. Never, I, I, I would never say that. No, but not at Damon, all. That. That uh, we allowed, uh, just for the I record, we allowed him to talk for a very long time. I just, uh, it's for anybody that tries to claim that we hang up on people or whatever. Right. We just listen to somebody. T- 
tell us that we said in a remarkably racist thing for <laughs> that somebody on the show said that for like I feel five like minutes. I would have I would have heard about it from a lot of people, including corporate if they were sponsors, like, maybe. <laughs> buddy, I was listening to the show when you were like, "Whatever, he only likes skinny baby because he's." Black. How like, many that, people that like, God listen I'm, to this show that would have been like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Spencer would have said something. <laughs> like, the, come on. The only thing that I think that I have ever said that could be acu- like accused of like repre- misrepresenting that position or something is that I have been afraid that people who ad- some people who advocated for Kenny and and do advocate for him are going to be accused of that. Right. I have never accused anyone of that. And I wouldn't because it, it it makes no sense to me. To I would never have said that. No. And I I am, be I've never been more certain that whatever is produced, uh, that is alleged to have been the time in which I said that, I did not say that. But there are people who dismiss Kenny as a whole, Kenny's entire tenure, the fact that he got the job, whatever. As he did just get it because he's like, or what have you. No, there's and a that's difference. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. There's a difference between. I didn't say that. There's a difference Damn between, it. like, because we had these conversations when he was hired. There's a difference between, like, this being very important and a, and a positive that the first African American coach in Louisville history has been hired with a program that has such strong ties to the black community. You know, <laughs> like that was that was a conversation, but he was never hired because he was black. That's not why he was hired. I just and we've never said anything close to I fear that sorry. people are supporting. Like, I don't know. That was that was bizarre because I'm not afraid of that. I'm not. But I'm not at all. And, and the thing is, like, I remember that phone call from Damon. I remember I the entire phone call. Because I remember him introducing himself as a Kenny Payne apologist, you know, and I remember the entire conversation. There's no way we hung up and were like, well, that guy. <laughs> can't be CNNS and be accused of that. No. <laughs> it's got to be one of the other guys. Let's get to get absolutely said that red potatoes are the best. Signed, Yukon Gold. There you go. <laughs> Let's get uh, Matt in here next. Matt, did I say anything racist to you? Uh, no, but I was shaking my head. Okay. Because I, I almost sent a message to you, like it's probably been two, three, four weeks ago, where it, I was just—it was just one of those things that I've just sat back and listened. That I just kept saying, the people who are saying no to Kenny Payne are going to get labeled racist over this because I just see that you know just it's building, and I hate that because I was not for Kenny Payne against Kenny Payne. I was like, okay, let's try it. Uh, most, I mean, I've called him for, and I know we disagree on this, but I was a huge Mac guy. But the thing about Mac was, I thought he could coach. Like, I remember when he took the job, and like, I remember like his out of bounds plays, like automatically, like it was like, man, he draws up some really good stuff out of the timeout, you know, that type of stuff. And I live out in Tennessee, and my wife's a huge Tennessee fan, and I compare this to like watching Tennessee football. And, and I know you've had this good to great conversation before, you know, yeah. like taking that chance being okay because i mean when you look back through tennessee they had some decent years now i don't think they're on the path to you know hierarchy with hype well i think he's probably better than what they've had before but you know i sat and looked at it and the way i wanted to compare it was like i'm a school teacher right and 
I teach in a school that has some of the best test scores in our state every year. Not a whole lot of kids, I would say, just love me to death. But there's a bunch of teachers that we've gone through that are the kids, the students love that teacher. But you know what it also sometimes means? They're not a good teacher. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things like, like love them up, give us this culture talk. But, man, when, like that, he said it a while ago, he said the metrics. Because it's not that the Villanova call, like 10 and 11 or, or 7 and 14 or whatever it would be. Like, guys, we're talking 2 and 19, and we're not even close to people. I mean, you know, like we're just getting our the brake speed all this. Like this Saturday, came home, didn't game was coming on. I looked at my wife, said, I'm going to go play golf. Went, played golf, listened to the first half in my headset, put it up, never listened to it again. You know what I mean? Like it's just like apathetic. I think it's more people aren't apathetic. It's like you say the phone banks are full. Yeah. It's all anger of what we're witnessing Louisville basketball turn into. And my wife asked me this. She goes, what? I mean, she goes, like, I watched it while you were gone. And she goes, it's just unbelievable. And I said, I mean, she like, we were talking at some friends' house. She's like, going to the Yum Center, Freedom Hall, when we used to drive up there, you know, six-hour drive to, to, to go to the games and spend the night at the hotel and eat downtown. And she was like, I mean, there's nobody in the stands. I said, Paige, I, I told Martha, I said, you couldn't pay me. You couldn't give me tickets for free and give me a hotel and make me come up there to watch a game right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's sad. But I, and as that last caller, like, I just see that slowly building, like, the accusations. Well, that's not what it is, guys. It's the product yeah. on the court. And it's like y'all said so many times, there's nothing we can hang our hat on. And yeah. what kid would want to come play for what we see on the court? Thanks, guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, the only thing – thank you for the call, Matt. The only thing I disagree with is that last part. I think Bob actually made a great point on this today. That like his – as a head coach, like his worst team, his first team was real bad. And they ended up getting a kid to commit to them who was real good and who ended up being the all-time leading scorer at the school because they had something to sell him in terms of playing time and how he can help them. That's – I don't think that Louisville being bad is is, is going to be like, well, what kid's going to want to play? It's the how that's going to be, I think, a bigger issue. Is this like, is this going to work for me? Like, is this, you know, is this, is adding better players going to make this better? Uh, and that will be, a, I think, that's the big challenge for Kenny between now and the end of the year is this team's got to show something to where you can convince a kid, like, this will be good for me if you plug me into that. And that's you know his pitch to make, not not really ours. I didn't get to ask him, and I I know you play a lot, and I would just like everyone to appreciate the fact that we just had a man say that golf is less frustrating than Louisville basketball, <laughs> which is yeah. saying something for for most people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really have an argument. Let's get back uh, to the phones. Let's get Jesse in here next. Jesse, welcome into the drive. What's up, bud? Hey, brothers. Um, hey, buddy. Man, I've, I've been listening. Um, you know, wh- whether something was said or not, man, I, there's not a, there's not any racism going on here with, with uh, the radio show and that kind of thing. It, it, it is the product on the court. And, um, heck, black people just as upset as, as anybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that big a deal. I'm pissed off, too. But one thing I cannot stand, 
is people talk about they wouldn't go here to see Louisville. Yeah, come on, man. If you're a fan, I've seen, I've been in people go sit in stadiums with the snow falling yeah. and they, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Yeah. A fan is a fan. You don't give up on them because they got a terrible season, an ugly season, and you're trying to prove something to Josh Hurd so they can get rid of them. A couple of callers did call in and say it takes patience, blah blah blah. But I, I think Kenny Payne, man, uh, and I wasn't I wasn't a Kenny Payne uh, advocate at first either. But I, I I got I got to liking the idea, and and uh, especially with him being a, a former player, I always thought that you know we we need to grab somebody from our own ranks to to. So I think we we give that a chance. But it is hard to watch. But I watch it every day with great anticipation. I heard you and Biscuit both say this same thing man we you know we 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 were fans for life man but yeah. i think kenny got shocked i i think one i heard a program where you were talking one day you said i think he underestimated he's underestimated on several occasions yeah. uh and and that may come from his experience but he underestimated i think when he went to watch these guys perform in front of him the the, the current players i think they showed out and they showed out yeah. against each other but now that he and so he gave up the portal the portal thinking that he's got enough in in, in with what he sees i almost kind of heard that out of him uh when he when he watched L play against the, the other players on the team and then he watched uh, especially with uh, Sid man you know he he was watching him and he's looking at Jalen and the potential there Kenny was thinking well, hell we could do some damage with what we got here He's kind of used to that little little snapshot that he was getting, but man, over a, a season which he has not had until now, so watching these guys, man, and watching them, and then more than anything, I think what's going on here is an attitude, brother. You guys said it earlier. And forgive me, I, I started out as a L. Ellis fan, but I have come since then, and I'm not blaming one player. But man, <laughs> that, woo, that brother right there—he's he's not played any defense, and as many points as he scored, the other his, his the guy he's supposed to be guarding scores just as many points, just wipe out everything that he's done. But KP is going to need a chance with as ugly as it is looking right now. Let's just be Louisville. Let's stay on board. Yes, we're used to excellence. We're used to being, being you know, at the top. We are being mentioned in, with these five-star players. These five-star players did not go to Kentucky for Kenny Payne. We need to make this clear. They they may have liked what he's saying and they you know his pitch and all that, but but and he recruited. He was personally responsible for recruiting them. But you got to remember they were coming for the history. Let, let's face it, Kentucky's got a history of putting these guys from directly from Kentucky into the pros. So I think even Wagner and the other Bradshaw they went for that reason. They want to be one and done. We've yep. not had a bunch of one and done players here, and so when you compare those two it's kind of hard for him to fight against. And then he hasn't had enough time uh, in his little t- time that he had here to really beat out the coaches that's been in on these guys for years and for Kenny yeah. Payne to come in in two months and snatch him out of the, the hands of, of these these coaches that have been on these, in on these guys for years, that was kind of – we were kind of hoping – you know, that's our greatest hope. 
but so he had an uphill battle from the jump. But let's it, I, over the summer. Let's see what he's going to do. And uh, man, let's 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 kind of calm down. And we we let's chalk this one up as a loss. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. everybody just calm down a little bit, man. But you know the racism thing, man. Black folk want to win just as well as white folk. We don't care who's the coach. <laughs> you know, man. We really don't, man. Let's stop all yep. this stuff and yeah. just get back to just being Louisville, who we are, man. Let's love upon our people. Kenny can't be their father. He's got to be their coach. He got to yeah. put his foot in, in L's behind and sit his little butt down, trying to be cute. Sit him on the bench and let him watch everybody play for about a whole half, even if we throw that game away. It's, that needs to happen, man. You know. Listen, I so anyway, appreciate. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the call. Thank you so uh, so much. We need to take a quick break. Uh, also, we have found Damien's call, and we're gonna we're gonna let y'all be the uh, the jury. Uh, here so we'll uh, we'll hit that uh, as well on the other side here we'll take a quick break come back on the drive on the Thunderbolt be right back here's a Valentine's reminder from Genesis Diamonds it's not just it's the effort too so let Genesis Diamonds Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition and I didn't believe it you have to work third shift five days a week it's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate I would do it all over again just like I just did You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. For surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. We had uh, Damon call in and who, um, look, we have we all have fallible memories. Uh, and so I'm not going to give him too hard uh, of a time for what was claimed there. But uh, we... You and I both, but me in particular, was accused of saying to some version of Damon only likes Kenny Payne because he's black. And that he's a Kenny Payne apologist solely because he is also black. And first of all, I don't even know that. <laughs> I can't uh, tell that from being from over the phone uh, with folks. But we, we went and found the clip. And I know Dave, you and I listened to it at the break. Uh, I was petrified that I might have said something like that. I did not. I knew I didn't say something like that, and I knew you didn't say something like that uh, either. But we found the clip, and we're going to let you hear first Damon's call. We let Damon. We'll let you hear the entire call in which he breaks up at the end, like we lose reception with him uh, at the very end. But we're going to let you hear what he said, and then you can hear what I said, and I'll let you all decide if you think I said what Damon says I said back in December. Let's go to the phones. Let's get uh, Damon here. Damon, welcome into the job. What's up, buddy? What's going on, folks? Hey, uh, Kenny Payne apologist again. That's fine. Uh, it's all good, I man. I think that, yeah, and, and I appreciate y'all saying that each time, but I'm going to keep saying it because it, 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 somebody needs to apologize. I, I will admit that. Nobody expected 0-9, and anybody who says that is lying. But when I said last time I called in, I didn't expect it to be a good season. I really didn't. Like, I really didn't expect us to be 500. I'm just being honest. There's no way that I think anybody reasonably looking at the roster that we had coming into it should have expected us to be 500. 
But to Jerry Eze's point, I think that it's a little uh, – uh, I think he's talking more about Paul Rogers being vocal as opposed to nobody speaking out against what happened last year in the Rick Pitino scandal. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I've been listening to 93.9 for a, a long time. And Paul Rogers has been more vocal about Kenny Payne's losing than I've heard him be about anything else. Any other thing that's going on with University of Louisville uh, as far as, you know, scandals or even just a bad season. Now, we've never seen a season like this, and I don't even mind Paul Rogers being more vocal. But I think that's the point he was trying to make. And I also think Jerry Ease and Butch Beard are still scoring. Uh, they remember when a fan base said it was okay for Crumb and, and, and before Crumb people to be disconnected to the program uh, for Rick Pitino's sake. And I think that that plays a big deal in how Jerry Ease and Butch Bird uh, approach the University of Louisville now. And let's be honest, when when Crumb players were, were, were you know, disassociated or when, when Rick Pitino made that split, it split the fan base. It, it did. Now, we were winning at that time. Well, I kind of blame myself for it because maybe I should have been vocal about it at that time. But nobody actually spoke up. We allowed Rick Pitino to tell us that our own wasn't good enough to be our own anymore. And I think that that's uh, I'll get off and listen to you. Yep, appreciate it. So there you go. That's, that's Damon's call in full. And then we, we, we lost him. The reception kind of broke up uh, there. And the, James, let's speak. Look, what this is me immediately afterwards. Do we have any biscuit at all, or is it just me? So we have biscuit immediately afterwards, and then you. Okay. Looking for work? Better pay? Better work? Well, it is unfortunate, but I think it's. All of the important conversations we had about reconnecting with the black fan base with the first African-American head coach in Louisville history. All of these things that were important to us, and they still are, and significant, could get torched right away. And it could get ugly and emotional. And I hate it. And it doesn't help when callers, you know, make references to their white butt. You know, and like, uh, I, it just makes me feel like we're, we're heading in that direction. So let me, let me interject real quick. That's the caller you were talking about. I just listened to the call that was before Damon. Damon's. And that's the caller that's who said, the call that that said somebody can kiss his wife. Kiss ass. his white butt. Right. It, because he was basically making reference to like he was, he was bringing race into it and saying that Kenny was only hired because he was black. Right. I made reference to that as an incredible negative and saying that it was out of line and saying that callers like that are the problem. And you were agreeing with me. Like, we'll play your comments now because that's what I was... And you'll see with my text with you and Drew. I was like, I'm pretty sure there was a caller before that that we were talking about. And it was. It was the caller. It was the guy that called in and, and he was being racist and we were calling him out. At, but it came after Damon's call. So Damon misconstrued the answers. So let's call, let's play Mark's comments. And you can see why we're both referencing the phone call before that. And frankly, Poor I'd Damon. like you to play that phone call so everybody can hear what we're talking about. Well, it is unfortunate, but I think it's true. There, there are a lot of people on probably on both sides, but there are a lot of people for whom Kenny is, is a hobby horse. Like this is a, it's a, it's a racial issue for them. And there are unfortunately people who 
think he got the job only because he's black. It's not true. And are rooting against him because they don't want that to work. And I hate that. I'm afraid that's what that caller was. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, but I, I, I am fearful of, kind of, of a lot of the rhetoric. Yes, it's so heated because it's really about something else. So the caller that we're referring to is caller Jose at the beginning of the hour, James. If you could pull that one up. And Damon, I understand that maybe with all the garb, like you, you misunderstood what he was saying and what we were saying, but I make reference to Jose's call right before Mark's response. So James, if you'll play that. Uh, let's get uh, Jose in here first. Jose, welcome into the job. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, how are you? Um, it's uh, <coughs> it makes me angry to hear that they're taking shots at Paul Rogers, who is like a Hall of Famer at U of L, in my opinion. So that's news to me. But anyway, my main point was how uh, Luke Luke Hancock always says, and some other people say, this is going to set us back a decade. <laughs> I could not disagree more with that. I don't understand how it could possibly get any worse than this maybe i mean the only way it could is if we don't feel the team really i mean i honestly don't see how it could get any worse than this i'd rather i'd rather take the year off next year and and not have this kind of ineptitude than have to watch it and hope for a, a 500 season which is just a joke but anyway i would just like to say i really appreciate the show Thank and you. for jerry eves and butch beard to kiss my big fat white butt okay there you go that's what we, like, that's the yeah. reference. That's the phone call I reference in my response to Damon and the one that you reference right after that. We're talking right. about that guy making it a racial issue. And Damon, I understand if you didn't you know catch that part of it because we were refer like we we were talking right after your phone call. I hate that the last segment's all of us like defending ourselves, but whatever. It's fine. But it's fine. I want to make sure the record is straight. Right. Like that was the guy we were referring to. You can hear me refer to him in my direct response to Damon. And then Mark refers to that same caller that he was making it a racial issue. Not Damon. That wasn't about you, man. So I'm not sending Damon $50. We agree on not, that. But he can, he's always welcome to call back in. And Correct. I hope, I hope right. that I hope that clears things up. Because I think if you put all those pieces together, there's absolutely no way you can come to the conclusion you came to. Right. And what I'm saying doesn't make any sense to what Damon said. Amy. That's what I mean. Like, it's clearly right. we're both, like, when we talk about the caller making it, like, I referenced the exact quote from that guy's call. Right. And how that's problematic and he's the problem, not Damon. And then you respond to what I said. I think it's pretty clear, the timeline there. Yeah, so look, it's Damn it, it awesome. wasn't about you, buddy. Yeah, we weren't talking uh, about you. I don't think that, but I do still think that there is a, I don't know how big that percentage of the fan base is. I, I'll, I think what I said in December, too. There are some people who don't want this to work solely because they don't think Kenny deserved the job anyway. And, and they got it because he's black, and, and I don't. they don't want that to work. I think there are some fans who think that. But I sure as hell don't think no. that. And I definitely didn't say it uh, to Damon or to anyone else so i hope that that uh clears all of that up let's get uh, james because so, damon you've called many times and we appreciate you calling yeah and you're right. you know you're, you're pleasant guy i don't want you to think that of us because it's simply not true yeah i it, I, I, I hope do, that clears Dave, that up. i'm glad you said that i don't i really hate the idea of damon walking around from 
like the December. Western Kentucky game <laughs> yeah. to now, <laughs> yeah. you know, thinking that I said that about his call. I, I didn't. I was talking about the 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 guy that called him before. Yeah, that. it was about Jose, and we don't need Jose to ever call in it. again about his white butt. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear about anybody's butt, really. Yeah. If you think about it. And James, thank you for your work on the fly there, helping us out. Well done, well done. And, and the number of people who sprung to our defense, right. either ESPN Louisville employees or listeners via the text line, very impressive. Yeah. I appreciate all of you and all of your uh, your support. Let's uh, try to squeeze James in here before we finish up the show here. James, welcome into the drive. What's up, bud? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, bud. Hey, man. Um, put me in the camp that. I don't want Kenny Payne as the coach, okay? Fair. And I'm going to give you some reasons why. And not one of them is going to be the color of his skin, okay? You ready? Go for it. Go for it. First one, he had no head coaching experience. Two, he coached under John Calipari. (laughs) You name me one good coach out of John Calipari's coaching tree. Three, they said he was a great recruiter. Well, I argue that he may be a great recruiter at the right situation. With Nike money, he may be a great recruiter. He may be, but we're an Adidas school. Um, People say that doesn't matter, but when you look at the past national champions the last 20 years, I think there was two teams with Adidas and the rest are swooshes. Um, you know, you can keep yeah. that for whatever you want, but that's, that's a fact. Um, another reason why, um, you know, if you think about it, Kenny was on the coaching staff that cost this program three straight national titles. Twelve in New Orleans. <laughs> they win in 13. And are they going to lose to uh, UConn in 14? No, because, I mean, we beat them by 40 each game. But, James, hold on for just a second. Sure. There's really not a lot of value in like litigating if we should have hired Kenny Payne, having already hired Kenny Payne and we're 20 games in. You understand what I mean? Like on. I, I get not, it, but you, but hang on, we're, not everybody was on board with it. But he's the saying. coach, man. Like I get it. That's fine. But he I mean, is the, the coach, coach. So what's the point? Also, but, and none, none of this is being. None of, we're not talking about this if he's 500 this week. He's won two games in tomorrow's February or the next day's February. And that's all you needed to say. About it because <laughs> if you do, you're the bad guy. Are you, that's wait, not right. But, James, no, that's not true, that no one's saying anything about it. That's not true at all. If I do three get, hours a day. Hang on. True. But if you say something about it, well, you're not a Louisville fan. That's what we've heard. Well, you, nah, you're not buying you're, But you know better, James. You know that. Huh? You know better than that. Like, you should just I'm tune just that out. what we've been said. That's what's been said. All right. Don't listen. And I'm not trying to be mean about it. It's just, if Kenny, was, if Kenny had, if they were getting better, no, I would, I would, I would eat my words if Kenny was right now at 500 and, the, and, the, and, they, and they played hard. But All they're right. not. Pre- okay. Appreciate the call, James. So that's fine. We're going to run out of time. This is not your fault. I'm not shut, uh, shutting. Well, I am. I heard enough. No, I mean, bottom line, the bottom the line is conversation no one has times. to defend not liking this. The, the odd no. tone of that call, oddly enough, was was to say, like, 
to be defensive about not liking this, buddy. You're among friends. You don't have like, to. You know, yeah, you know no all you have to say is, like here's, the, here's the number one reason why I don't want Kenny Payne back. Like, if that's what your position is, we're 2-19. Like, all right, I get it. Yeah, and relitigating if he should have gotten the job or not. We're wasting right, time. We're wasting your time, bud. All right, that is going to do it for us. Interesting end of the show, Mark. I agree. Didn't see this coming at all. <laughs> uh, but but I'm glad we cleared that up. So, yeah. I, so at least Damon doesn't feel like we were I know, hope unfairly. he was still listening because he's Me a good too. listener. I, didn't, I don't too. want him to walk around thinking that right. we were bad right. to him. We were not. Right. All right, that's going to do it for us here on The Drive on the Thunder. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Appreciate you guys. Good night. Want to be the real he-